Jack Grealish scores for City, and as it stands on the live t- ladder, they are top of the Premier League. 2-1 leading Arsenal at the Emirates this morning. Nice goal to it was. Slight deflection, uh, but a nice goal from Grealish. So 2-1 City over Arsenal in the big game at the Emirates this morning. The two Champions League games are scoreless. Borussia Dortmund and Chelsea and Club Bruges and Benfica early in the second half in both those games. And we're going to talk some A-League now. And, uh, well, he came on for an injured Adam LaFondra in the 1-0 win against the Wanderers last week. Northern Beaches boy who played his juniors with Manly United. He's, of course, City FC striker Pat Wood. Pat, good morning. Morning, guys. How you going? Yeah, really well, thanks. Nice to chat, particularly after having three wins in a row. You're now fifth on the ladder. Why have results changed in the past month, do you believe? Yeah, three on the trot. It's a great feeling. Um, I'm not sure. I didn't, never had doubt that we wouldn't come back from the kind of hole we're in, but now we're three on the trot, so make it four this weekend, hopefully. Uh, Pat, do you think the criticism of your coach, um, I don't know, pumped the players up or got the players thinking, you know what, it's not our coach's fault. We're just you know, not getting things right on the field. And now all of a sudden, you guys have got momentum at the right time of the year. Yeah, spot on. Um we copped a lot of slack as a big as a group, and I know yeah. Stevie copped a lot of slack himself, being the coach. But we always had belief together, and it was never something in doubt that we had that we couldn't get out of it. So we've come out the right side, and hopefully we keep this role going. Has anything changed on the field in regards to the way you're playing? Like I know you guys spoke a lot about your defence getting that right, but again, watching you can't see too many differences. Just your execution spot on at the moment. Yeah, that's right. We did work a lot on defence and we can score goals, we know that, so that's really not an issue, but we tightened up our defence, got our first clean sheet for a while on the weekend, so everyone's sort of pumped about that and we've got Brisbane this week, so we're just building towards that at the moment. What about yourself, uh, Patrick? I mean, uh, replacing a guy like LaFondra, uh, you get a great opportunity up front, so... What's the game? What's the aim for you over this next month? Is it to make sure you establish yourself in the starting eleven, or just to go out there and play your role for the next month or so and wait for Lafondre to come back and then see what your role is after that? Yeah, I just see it as a huge opportunity um, to, to take with both hands almost and put my best foot forward to um, see what happens when Alfie does come back and put a headache in Stevie's mind about what to do, but um, anything for the team at the moment is um, what's on my radar. Describe that atmosphere after you came on last week there and just how tense was it late in that derby where, you know, you watched your coach having a bit of a <laughs> slinging match with his old teammate, Mark Overdone. I mean, what, what, how unique is that Sydney derby to play in? Yeah, it's awesome. It's the game that all the boys look forward to and, and we... Get the the roster at the start. We all picked those ones out, and it got tense, but it was it was a good tense. It was fiery, and that's what the players love. So it's great atmosphere. The fans was, fans were great. So special one, special win as well. What are you expecting from Brisbane? Yeah, they'll be tough. They haven't won the last three games, I believe. So they'll be out there to try and make a statement so we'll um we'll have to turn up and be our best it's not going to be an easy game so we all know that so yeah it's interesting though Patrick isn't it because you can talk about it um the fact that they you know been struggling but um mentally this is a big test for you guys rather than physically 
four in the row. I don't think we've done it for since two seasons ago now. So all the boys are looking forward to it. And um, five o'clock kickoff would be hot, but looking forward to it. And I guess Pat on a personal front, getting towards uh, an Ollie Roos squad at Paris next year would be on the horizon for you. Yeah, that's one of my goals. It has been now for the last two years, ever since being with the the Ollie Roos qualifying for little tournaments as as the journey goes on. But I guess this little month and this opportunity, um, this game in particular, Brisbane is the first game, I don't know, a big opportunity to put my best foot forward and be knocking on the door. And also, Pat, I read somewhere you're the you're the training DJ there at Sydney FC, and uh, I believe you've you got a penchant for more the classics rather than than the new stuff. I mean, what, yeah. what are you sort of mixing there for for the boys? A bit of everything, a bit of Fleetwood, ah, superb. All the old, all the oldies, all the old boys love it, so it's a bit of fun. Yeah, I'll, I'll, that's my type of music too, Pat. <laughs> all right, mum and dad got me into it. Yeah, yeah. no, that, that's my style. No, 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 style. That's lot laws as well. He is like a dad to us. No <laughs> worries, same vintage. <laughs> <laughs> a bit of Fleetwood Max, Stevie Nicks. Mm. Way we go. Superb. You'd be remixing Charlie Pride if you had your <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Nothing wrong with Charlie. Nothing wrong with Charlie. Uh, Are we really going to bring that up? Yes. <laughs> um, anyway, Pat, we'll, while we sit here and talk about all our favourite music, we yeah. appreciate your time this morning and uh, well done uh, on uh, Oh, yeah. Also, we have to mention, that's right, the, the greatest shave. Now, the world's greatest shave, yourself and Luke Bratton, yeah, uh, tell us what you're going to be doing. Yeah, we're going to be. Um, well, I know someone's close to home for Bratsy with his sister having fought off blood cancer, so I'll be getting on board with him this year and be trying to raise ten thousand dollars to um, help cure and find a, a stop to blood cancer in Australia. So I'll be shaving my head on the fifteenth of March, I believe, and. You can donate on the um, World's Greatest Shave website. So if you search up Sydney FC, you'll be able to find our little link. So the more the merrier. So me and Bratz, you'll be doing that this year. Awesome. So you're gonna. So well, how's the follicles looking at the moment? Uh, well, they're quite. I don't know. I'm trying to grow them out a little bit. I love changing my hairstyle, so I'm just gonna let it grow for the next month and see what happens. Okay, I'm seeing. So you shave off after. Well, being from the Northern beaches up Manly Way, you'd be a like a blonde, long, long-haired blonde, are you? What? Everyone from Manly's got blonde yeah, hair, do yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. Oh, let me. He's, he's got to be a surfer. Sounds like he's a surfer. Got to be a surfer. Are you a hair. surfer, Patrick? I surf. I do surf. <laughs> Thank you. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, not blonde. How many times you wax your board? Uh, tell him it's blonde, please. Just tell him it's blonde. <laughs> tell him it's blonde. <laughs> what? How many times <laughs> do you wax? Your I don't know. That's a, is that a surf question? Oh my god! <laughs> is that a question you ask someone that surfs, Patrick? Mate. See what I'm What's dealing with, Pat, in here? How many times do you wax your board? Or do you only <laughs> wax it once? <laughs> oh, you wax it before you Pat, surf. this is what I do every day, mate. I go to work with my grandfather. Listen to him. <laughs> well, Narrabeen Beach is different to the Murrumbidgee River. <laughs> I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. Oh, Pat, dear. great work and uh, well done with the with the work for World's Greatest Shave as well and uh, appreciate your time. Good luck in making it four straight, hopefully, against Brisbane this week. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Pat Wood there, Sydney FC striker. So, uh, Pat Wood and Luke Bratton. You ever been to uh, Murrumbidgee, by the way? Yes. Have you? When? Mm, long time ago, long when I was a kid. Yep. yep. I'll yep. take your fishing there one day. Yeah. I don't mind a fish. 
So Pat Wood and Luke Bratton, you two, okay. raising money for the Leukemia Foundation's World's Greatest Shave. How do we donate? So, uh, well, the website's probably the easiest. Worldsgreatestshave.com. Worldsgreatestshave.com. And you put their name in and then you go to their site, do you, and just donate on their on account? Donate. Yes, just click on donate. Okay. Search for a team or individual you'd like Perfect. to donate to. Good on I'm them. sure if you type in Pat Wood, there his there name is. comes up. What happens now? Here, <laughs> there, we, go. Yeah, here we go. And there it is. Perfect. There's his page. I love it. Worldsgreatestshave.com. Yeah, well done, boys. It's the place yeah. to go. Raising money for the Leukemia Foundation there. Great stuff. Well and they're going to shave the follicles in mid-March, the Ides of March. No, well done to the boys. Uh, it's a horrendous uh, disease, isn't it? Oh, Anything to do with cancer. Um, and anyone that looks to raise money and awareness to stop uh, this disease from killing people, I think you've got to take your hat off to them. Yeah. So well done to the boys from the Sydney FC for getting behind this cause. Yeah, well said. Gee, lots of long faces in the Emirates. Manchester City have gone 3-1 up here this morning. Why are you seriously yeah, City. You're, you've got to be kidding. Harland has scored. Good goal too. He got ripped one as well. He should have had a penalty. He got ripped one. He had his hand on the Arsenal defender nah, as well, holding him back. Your referee, home ground advantage and referee Five cheating. referee. Blatant cheating. <laughs> can, I get trouble, can I get in trouble for saying Probably. We'll yeah, find a way. There's a headline. <laughs> Clark accuses EPL ref of cheating. <laughs> <laughs> well, the headline in Tiger Town this week, your club, has been the fact that Appy Corusau has been announced as the new West Tigers captain, recruit from... The premiership-winning Penrith Panthers and Appy has been kind enough to join us on the line now. Morning, Appy. How are you? I'm good, thanks, Legend. How are you going? Really well, thanks. Congratulations on the appointment. And, you know, why do you feel you're the right man to lead this team that's been starved of success? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, you know, I came to this club, like, not looking for captaincy or anything like that. I just wanted to come play my role, uh, lead where I could. And, um, you know, getting voted in, I think... Um, sort of has thrown that responsibility in my lap and, you know, I'm going to take it with both hands and I'm going to do what I can to, you know, turn this club around. Yeah, Appy, congratulations, mate, and, and well-deserved. You, you've been a part of some, some wonderful clubs, wonderful teams. How's it been at the Tigers? And um, do you, I, I guess I know the results haven't been what the Tigers fans have wanted for a while, but do you see in and around the group that the potential is certainly there? Yeah, thanks, mate. Um Oh, 100%. Uh, like you said, you know, the the results haven't been what they wanted to be, but um, it's a tough game, rugby league, you know, and sometimes if, if you don't have the right things in place or the right people, it um, doesn't seem to go your way. But, yeah, the, the vibe's been great this year. Um, there's been some great coaching happening, and these young guys are really starting to kick, and, um, yeah, I think I think we're in for a big year. There's, there's plenty of potential around here. Yeah, and how's the balance been of old school Tim Sheens and new generation Benji Marshall? How's that <laughs> been for you? Um, to be honest, it's been my favourite part so far. Um, yeah, uh, Sheens is you know very straightforward. He knows what he wants, um, but then you got Benji who's um, able to understand the, the modern game and really helps Sheen's out with how to approach these young kids as well. So, um, yeah, the dynamic is actually working really well at this, at this point. Yeah, Abby, congratulations on the captaincy, mate. Can I ask a personal question? I just want to know, how long does Tim Sheen's team meetings run for these days? <laughs> Six and a half hours. <laughs> <laughs> That's if you don't talk. Well, mate, I'll tell you, he has the longest team meetings of anyone I've ever been coached by. 
<laughs> mate, well, that, um, that's what I was saying. We're lucky we got Benji. Uh, <laughs> Benji pulls pulls the reins when he when he knows that Sheens is starting to um, get a bit long with his meetings. Um, so yeah, you're keeping it keeping it short to about half an hour these days. Oh, geez, that's good. We used to get an hour and a half, two hours. I've heard, I've heard they've been <laughs> long before. You just keep going and going and going. But anyway, um, coming from Penrith. And people that come from successful clubs, Appy, um, and in particular more so coaches than, than players, they try and replicate what's worked for them at the successful club. And sometimes that's very different because you've got different personnel and different systems in place. But is there something that you can take from Penrith and implement straight into the Tigers? Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, yeah, I, yeah, you're 100% right. Um, you know, you can't really do the same things you're doing in other places. Uh, things are different. People are different. Um, but I think the the one thing that, that they did really well was understanding uh, one another. Um, you know, everyone just sort of got a, got along really well and they, they really dig deep to, to figure out who each other were. And that sort of helps along the way with, with playing football as well. So, um, yeah, I think I think that's what I've tried to do since I got to the club. I try to get to know everyone as, as much as I could, and you know you can take those combinations off the field onto the field and um, make make a real difference there. You're going to combine, of course, with Luke Brooks, <clears throat> and uh, and you're going to go into the season having not played, a, I guess, a game uh, with each other yet. Uh, tell us how that's been coming along, and how big of an adjustment you expect that to be after playing with Nathan Cleary for so long. Yeah, mate. To be honest, it's my job's pretty easy. I literally, <laughs> I pick the ball up and I throw it off the ground, you know, to whoever's calling the ball. So, for myself, like if he needs it, you know, he'll, he'll get the ball. And um, I think, yeah, maybe it might just be a bit more of himself trying to get his timing off myself. Um, so yeah, that combination there will have to take a, a bit of time, I think, to to get really right. But at the end of the day, I know he's a professional, and, and I'll try and be as professional as I can. So. Uh, we'll get that combination firing as soon as we can too. I think everyone's quite optimistic and excited about the Tigers this year, Appy. I mean, they finished last last year, but with the signings that you've made, the recruits have are all coming from strong systems or have played representative football, and in particular your forward pack. Your, your forward pack, to me, um, you know, stacks up against most in the competition. So as a hooker, that must be exciting. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, the, the recruitment's been incredible um, this off season, and mate, to be honest, having guys like Plummer and Papali'i come in, uh, yeah, I can see why why people are, are quite optimistic this year, you know. And some great coaching behind that too, you know. There's Benji, Benji Marshall, Robbie Farrow, Tim Sheens, like, yeah, all of them, all of them combined together makes it really, really exciting leading into this season. As a Panther, you got considerably booed there at Leichhardt Oval when you when you went there in the last three, four years. I mean, yeah. it'd be nice to be there for round one against the Titans and not get booed and be in Tigers colours. <laughs> How is your calf? Yeah, the calf's good. The calf's good. Um, it was all precautionary. Um, yeah, it was a little tweak last week, but they didn't want to push anything for this first trial, which, um, yeah, we're all sweet to, to do. And, um, yeah, we'll get that ready for round one so we can run out there at Leichhardt. Who's a player or two, Appy, that you know you didn't really previously know that's really made an impression on you since you've arrived there at Concord? Yeah, there's, there's been a few. There's been a few. There's, there's so many young players here, um, all with a lot of potential. Um, I guess the, the couple that I'd probably single out would probably be uh, that Fanua Pole or Paulette. 
so. Um, yeah, he's, he's an animal uh, front row. so young too. And um, there's a young kid that I think about playing this this weekend in this Oval's Cup, uh, Jareem Buller. Um, he's got he's got quite the future ahead of him too. So um, yeah, they're just a couple of the the boys that are, that are standing out. Now Penrith had a great centre of excellence, and the Tigers have just opened their centre of excellence. Did they? Uh, how do they compare? Are they the same, or is the West Tigers one pretty special? Yeah, look the the West Tigers ones um, just so much more bigger, obviously, and uh, much more modern. Uh, obviously, only built last year and. Mate, it's incredible. There's, there's, there's a sauna, there's a steam room, uh, a swimming pool in there, um, which which the Panthers don't have. Um, but yeah, just the sheer size of the thing too, you know what I mean? And everyone can do gym at the same time, the 30 blokes getting in and amongst it. So um, yeah, it, it's it's quite an incredible building in itself. Have you had your hair cut there yet? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> he, yeah. he comes in once a week or something, is the that barber. right? The barber? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once I think uh, once a fortnight he comes in, um, cuts a few of the boys' hair, which is pretty cool, man. It's probably the first thing that stood out to me when I first walked into that place. <laughs> Clark, you got any styles? You, oh, you yeah, want to what's your style? Of, I got nothing. You man. want to give the boys <laughs> to potentially maybe you know? No, Abby can go with whatever he wants. <laughs> Skip him, mate. He can call the shot. If I was Abby, I'd be telling him, everyone shave it. Everyone get in here, you shave in your head. We're starting the season fully shaved. Abby, just go and Google Michael Clark hair. Oh, mate. And Do yourself a favour and don't put my name anywhere near Google at the moment. <laughs> and you give him something to cheer about too this year, Abby. He was very down no, I'm last on this year. year. No, no, last year I was, I was, yeah, I wasn't that excited. I'm, I'm excited, but I reckon we've got some stock. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I like I, speaking to Sheenzy oh, a month or so ago. He made it very clear that they're going to play a different brand of footy, win, lose, or draw. So I love that accountability from the coach. Um, yeah, new skipper, new ideas. I like it. I'm pumped. Happy, oh, man. Yeah, Pre- top eight, buddy. That's all we ask for. <laughs> Squeeze us into that eight position. <laughs> we got you, Clucky. Like. We got you. Well, Happy, appreciate yeah. your time. Really looking forward to seeing how it all unfolds for you and your teammates this year. Uh, enjoy. Good luck. Yeah, go well, buddy. Thank you very much, guys. Thanks for having me. Happy Coruscant, the new West Tigers captain. Superstar. He's a brilliant player and has been for a long time. I reckon this leadership might just might just take him to that next step as well. You're right. He, he's a wonderful player. He's been, but he's been great yeah. for ages, Loz. Like even the yeah. role he's played, like him and Cookie, I thought with the Origin team, both did an awesome job. Yeah. Like oh, I just think he's he's won three comps. It's <laughs> unbelievable, isn't it? That is, um, yeah. Mate. It's it. Yeah, you know, he won one South, at South and probably yeah. wouldn't have got the opportunity if Isaac Luke wasn't right. suspended. Mm. But he when played. You're there, you're there. He, that's exactly right. And he and he and he was part of that victory. Yeah. And then of course being with such a powerful club with Penrith and winning those back-to-back competitions, three grand finals in a row, mm. it's a big challenge for him going to the Tigers. Mm. Um, but I think he sounds excited. He's very optimistic about their chances. Mm. Uh, you know, he's not saying that they're going to win the comp or anything like that, but I think they'll go from last to competing for a position as a finalist. Manchester City 3-1 over Arsenal in the Premier League this morning. Champions League, round of 16, first leg. Benfica leading 1-0 away at Club Bruges. And Borussia Dortmund leading Chelsea. 1-0, 78th minute 
of that match in Germany this morning. And last night in the NBL, the Sydney Kings beat the Cairns Taipans in game one of their semi-final series. The Kings 95, the Snakes 87. Xavier Cooks, the MVP, 27 points, 14 rebounds. Uh, not too far away from Racing HQ. Just some news yesterday with the all-age stakes, actually. Racing New South Wales announced that the prize money for the 1,400 metre Group 1 on the, I guess, the unofficial third day of the championships goes from $600,000 to $1.5 million. And as it should, a uh, great move from Racing New South Wales there because that you only have to look at the honour roll of that race. That is a very, very good race. Year after year, the all-age stakes. Look at some of the winners on that. On a roll. Well, in recent times, you look at Tafani Pirata uh, going back to Atlantic Jewel, Haylist, Hot Danish, Private Steer, John O'Shea's best, the Sunline won it a couple of times. Gee, it's a good good race. Rough habit when you go back to the early 90s. So uh, $1.5 billion race now. Now, uh, give us a call, 135353. And Loz just said, as we were coming back from the news, I've been scanning the internet and mm. didn't finish the sentence. So uh, what have you got for us, Loz? Well, I've, I've found this, fellas. Like, overseas, if you're escaping prison, how would you escape? What would you try and do? <laughs> I, I, the first thing that came to my head was uh, El Chapo. Right, yeah. In uh, Mexico. Try and dig a tunnel. Well, or... yeah, you get help f- mm. from the outside and they dig a tunnel underneath and you can yeah. just, you know. Well, here's one for you. I thought this may have happened in New Zealand, never overseas in uh, Bolivia. A man's tried to escape. He distinguished himself, disguised himself, sorry, as a sheep. As a what? <laughs> as a sheep. What's a sheep doing in the prison anyway? So he got past the how guards. How did the sheep get in? <laughs> Hang on. So it must be so sheep, it's a sheep on skin. The... So he's got a sheep skin on his back. What? Hang on. The inmate also known as used his fleece coat to sneak past security (laughs) and attempted to break through one of the prison's external walls. He snuck past the security and was found on all fours. There he is there. (laughs) (laughs) He's done pretty well. Camouflage. In the field. The camouflage outside. Yeah. But there must be sheep outside then, surely. So, I don't know, but that, that, that's how he's got out. But they've found him before he got off too the far off the premises. But I thought that was very, very smart up. thinking. The dress-up. Mm. I want to know how he got I'm past the prison for, guards, though. I'm probably going for my theory would be the Mr. T breaking. Mm. I'd like my mates in a van. Yeah. Just come and break into the prison and kidnap me and steal me, throw me in the back. So they do all the work. I just got to wait for them to throw me in the car. I don't think I'm getting out on my own. No. No. And I remember it, there was what, a helicopter what, what, here in Australia. Remember that? Oh, yeah. yeah. See, that's not about, yeah, that's, I don't mind that's that. Silver water, wasn't it? So yeah. tell me, if you're caught breaking out mm-hmm. or attempting to... You get extra jail time, obviously. Yeah, see, I'm not sure. Yeah. Well, if you're in for life, if you've got matter. life in prison, yeah, it's worth a matter. crack for sure. Yeah. But I'm just wondering how he got Double the fleece life. and how he got past the, the guard. Like, well, how do you get past the prison guard? You, you've got to have paid them off, haven't you? That's well, the you only way so. you're doing it. Well, you can't be crawling with the sheepskin <laughs> on you and going past going, bah. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Yeah, they go, oh, there's the you sheep. Re- you reckon? <laughs> you're making the, the noise as you go past, you reckon? Oh, that's that sheep again. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what the sheep are doing. There must be sheep in the paddock there Mate, on the premises. Who comes up with this thing? Yeah. Mate, wow. uh, what uh, else are you doing in prison? There's not much else to do, I wouldn't have thought. Well, the security guard. Where do you say it was? Bolivia. Bolivia. So maybe there is like, I don't know, quite a rural prison with some, you know, Farm animals around right. it, please. How do you? There he is. That's the bloke. <laughs> Look at him. He... The New York Post. We're reading this, by yes. the way. Yeah. Well, okay. Anyway, that's him. They've got photos of him. That's yeah, the prison. Okay. It looks like a pretty rural prison. And uh, so he's just got he's got some sort of right fleece jumper or something, and he's found a, a sheep skin. Yeah. To go with it. Okay. Right. Yeah. And that's him there. And there he is on all fours. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> that will do me. Things you um, come across, Mido. Incredible. Uh, we've got Morning Boys, Mido. Do you know if Durston's been injured? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's out for a period of time, Durston. I noticed he was scratched last week. Can't find him in the futures markets. Calves from Gold Coast. Yeah, I can't remember what the injury was, but there was definitely an issue that ruled Durston out for, I think, the autumn. Um, so uh, that's why you're not seeing Durston in the futures markets. But uh, I'll just try and find what that issue was. But in the meantime, we've got Rod. G'day, Rod. How are you, mate? Yeah, boys. Good. Going mate. well, thanks, Roddy. I hope Goldwyn Jail's listening to that little segment then. <laughs> well, I've never heard of anyone trying to escape with a, with a sheepskin on their back. Yeah, they're getting the, some bloke from the inside asking for a sheep run to come in. You watch. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> anyway, um, Larkin. Yes, buddy. Before you were asking about what, why isn't Volkanovski number two and stuff mm. like that, mm. I'll tell you why. Tell me, buddy. Volkanovski's won 22 fights in a row before the other day. Yep. This bloke, that was his 12th win in a row. Okay. When this saline injecting bloke wants to um, win 22 fights in a row, which he won't, then he can consider himself Pound for pound. Okay. Like it. All right. Like hey, it. guys. Enjoy, the, enjoy, enjoy your day. Thanks, buddy. You too. Good on you, Rod. Good on Fair you, enough, Rod. too, from so Rodney. So 22 in a row, this bloke saying. straight, Valkanovski versus yeah. 12. It's a long What's time. What's the saline it's thing? Because I've read that a few times on the messages. Has, has he been caught injecting uh, saline so or no? there was... Accusation? An or... accusation. Yeah. I th- After from, the I weigh-in, it, it must one, be. No, I think it was from one of the Kiwi fighters that... Makachev had brought his own Doctor, nurse yeah, yeah. to administer an intravenous drip, which is now illegal okay. in the UFC. I can't remember the exact details of the... After the weigh-in. I, I'm not 100% sure. Yeah, you'd uh, think when, it'd be that. You when think you can and can't yeah. do it. you think you'd be dehydrated for the weigh-in and then try and put as much weight back on before you fight. Mm. But the, yeah, the accusation was that he was yeah, bending the rules. Okay, mm. That hasn't come out and been proven at okay. all. That was an accusation I'm from sure. one of the news. Ended up or blow, blew up uh, on social media. I'm yep. sure AFL clubs used to do that, didn't they? Or a- an AFL club? I wish you could do your weight I'm sure you they used to. The I think it was well. the Brisbane Lions. They used to yeah. intravenous. Not, not sure. Don't know. Don't know. I, I'd like to I'm know what their weight is. You know, even like not for, just for interest, as you walk into the ring, Day of the fight, mm. so you do weigh in day before, 
to make weight, then I'd like to know what a fighter's weight is when you're walking into the ring. Stand on scales, everyone can see. So if your weigh-in was 67 kilos, but you're fighting at 74, for example, I think that Mm. because you'd imagine there would still be a significant difference in weight from these two fighters, even though they're fighting at the same weight. That time between weighing oh, yeah. and your first punch, yeah. you know, how Fair much bit. weight are they putting on? Mm. Yeah. Interesting, mm. I reckon. Um, by the way, just on Durston for carbs on the Gold Coast, uh, yeah, tendon injury. Tendon injury, so out for the autumn. That's Durston, the Caulfield Cup winner. And it's as Munsey uh, texts through to me, says it's not the tendon injury that forced him out of the Melbourne Cup, but another tendon injury for Durston. Uh, Munsey also said in relation to your joke, yeah. Quickly put back behind bars. There you go. <laughs> Which I thought you might like that one. <laughs> You're the, unbelievable. Munzi, that's simple, pretty good. The simple humour gets you. There's even a little picture with it as well. So <laughs> that's just for you, Loz. That's good. Yeah. Now, it. just Parramatta. Decision day coming for Mitchell Moses. James Hooper of Fox saying that the Tigers are set to offer. Moses will got a deal of around five years, $1.3 million a year versus the Eels offer four years, $1.1 million. $2.1 million, therefore, would be the difference, uh, according to James Hooper at Fox. And, of course, Mitchell Moses came out last week and he said premierships are the priority over money. So uh, still $2.1 million is $2.1 million. Yeah, yeah. And an extra year as well, security. Got a lot to think about, Mitch Moses. And that's just something that you look at and have to weigh up considerably because the Tigers are on the rise. Are Parramatta on the rise? Or are they going to be you know, a team that goes backwards over the, the next couple of years? Um, You've got to weigh up the, the, the footy program. He's got a great mate there in Benji Marshall and Luke Brooks. Uh, the attraction of playing under a Benji. Does that excite him? Um, so there's a lot of, lot to think about. I thought that he would resign for Parramatta. Um, but when you put it in those terms, the fact that over $2 million difference in the deal and the Tigers, to me, look like they're a team that are building and they've got some really good kids coming through. And in the next year or two, not so much this year, but the year after, uh, 24, 25, th- these kids will be rearing to go, it, that might be enticing for him. Yeah, and, and you can understand, therefore, why, like, five years. So the Tigers, like, the fact they've only offered one, Dewey one, Brooks off contract this year. So potentially, he could be the only half ah. on their books next year at this stage. Yeah, he could be. And And then they have to try and either re-sign one of the two or they look to bring someone else into the club. Mm. And I suppose with the Tigers at the moment, they want to see how Luke Brooks goes. Uh, They've given him all the support that he needs this season. So if he's going to play his best football or going to play his best football, you'd think it's going to be this year with that strong forward pack behind him. Adam Dewey's got a lot to prove. Um, He wants an extension there at the club. And if he's not happy with the deal that they're offering, then you'd think that he'll want to put his best foot forward and play well and show the Tigers why they should re-sign him. Um, so it's there's a bit of competition there for spots. And I think that the Tigers have been criti- criticised in the past for for over, you know, overpaying players, but I think they've, they've got this one right at the moment. Although 
the Dewey one surprises me, but if mm. the bigger picture is getting Mitch Moses yeah. to the club and then deciding which half you want to fit in and around him, mm. I understand if that's the plan. It sounds like that. that is the plan, isn't it? So... Big, big decision to be made by Mitch Moses. Dave Stanley coming up just off the back of your um, sheep prison break story. Yeah, uh, breaking news, yeah. The, the standard joke is, you know, the poor old Kiwis, they just get dragged into this every single time, don't they? Uh, yeah, a million uh, Kiwi jokes there. Yeah. and Lucky he wasn't a prison, you know, in New Zealand, et cetera, et cetera. Love it. Plenty of them. Keep them coming. Dave Stanley, good morning. Hello, Jared. How are you, mate? Outstanding. Mudgy? Yes, beautiful Mudgy. Uh, just not far. In fact, I'm about five metres from the Robert Oatley tent. Um, and beautiful day here and bringing back a lot of memories of Mudgy Cup, boys. Gee, we've had some, we've had some big Fridays here, haven't we? Oof, big time. We had a great uh, day with this... the great Josh Reynolds there. Oh, that was yeah, two Decembers ago. That was two yeah. Decembers ago. That was, yeah, that, that, was some, that was some good times. Um, and... I know we talk about Mudgee a lot uh, because they, the guys get us out here, but I've been coming here with, uh, what, HQ and the BSB maybe the last sort of five, six years. People would have been coming here well before me, but I haven't seen this track looking as good as it is uh, yesterday afternoon and this morning. They haven't raced on it here since Cup Day, so it's obviously had uh, plenty of time to, to grow and... Um, they obviously had to do a lot of work too because it wasn't long before that cup, about a month before. Yeah, it was flooded, cup, wasn't it? Yeah, completely mm. flooded. They lost a lot of sand from the sand track. And we're going to chat with uh, Damien Tews, the CEO, shortly. And they've just had that sand uh, replaced pretty much in entirety. So it's going to be a treat here Sunday afternoon. It's going to be a warm day. They're tipping 37 degrees on Sunday. Um, so some, some hot conditions out here, but they assure me the beer will be nice and nice cold and everyone will really enjoy himself, yeah, as they always will. It's a good weekend for anyone that wants to get away, but this weekend more so with the races on Sunday and the Charity Shield on the yeah. Saturday. So I'd, I'd expect a big influx of people over that next couple of days, though. It's already packed. I mean, you drive through town and they do it well here. They've, I've been out here the last couple of times. I've had the Charity Shield on, not on actual game day, but just leading up to it. And, mate, there's... All flags on all the uh, the signposts. Every pub's covered in certain colours. You've got one pub covered in all the dragons' colours, another pub covered in all the the rabbitos' colours. People are um, you know walking around in jerseys. It's a real um, sort of carnival atmosphere, and I can I can only sense it's going to build tomorrow, build Saturday, and obviously roll into the races on Sunday. Who you got on the program today, my friend? So we're going to chat, obviously, with Damien Toos, who's the CEO out here. Uh, we'll chat with Chris Roots, uh, get the latest in terms of news. A lot of news floating around. Nash helicopter uh, suspension, so the ride for In Secret, that will come up uh, for offer now. Uh, we've got Des Kennedy, the Mayor of Mudgee. He'll be joining us. David Smith as well, a trainer from this part of the world, who's got... Uh, a possible chance in that um, that championship race on Sunday. Brett Thompson and Dean Murphy and Catherine Cahill. So we're looking at the race on Sunday. We're going to try and talk to a few of the big key players and, and hopefully steer you into a winner. In regards to Coffs Harbour, boys, uh, that's on Saturday, of course, their big country championship race. And that field will be out a little bit later this morning. Uh, I can tell you from... I'm really keen to see the prices of uh, Listomania and what price it goes up for Aidens and Vincent because out of all the trainers I spoke to on Tuesday, um, he was the one that was up and about Aiden. He had a bit of Adam Sandler swagger about him and he was uh, he was quite keen to uh, to, to give Listomania a big push. So very keen to see what price the boys and girls at Tab go up uh, this afternoon. Surely there's not a hotel room available in Mudgee? 
I don't think so. There's a lot of no vacancies. Why are you coming at him, you know? Are you booking Charity Shield all up country oh, championships? 100%. I mean, I, I heard that interview yesterday with uh, Bulldog about uh, the extra participation from the youngsters when events like yeah, this come to town. 35%, 40%, yeah. I think, they're up. Which is huge. And I'll ask Des about that again uh, this morning on air. But, I mean, that's, that's huge. And I guess... Um, very smart from you know the obviously the council here in the in the midwestern part of the world they put a lot of money into Glen Willow but it'll flow through from other sports other sports will cotton on I think the soccer's already cottoned on I know the A League um, have a number of games here the Mariners come out and they love uh, obviously getting to this part of the world but I think now maybe that's one thing COVID taught us boys is that um, we've got a lot of good joints just outside of where we live not too far at all and you know instead of jumping on the plane and, and heading somewhere. Spend your money here and, and realise just how good New South Wales is. We need to track down, spot on, Dave, we need to track down this United legal app that Loz is in in mm. the nation's capital. Some of his what? best acting. We had a call this morning. United legal this. in Canberra. Yeah. And uh, Josh oh, Papalini's in job, quite Rob? a few uh, ads with this particular legal oh, firm. Oh, yes. You know, it's a bit of a partner of mine. Mm. And apparently Loz's acting is uh, top draw. <laughs> so, so hang on, so these are these commercials, Loz, where you come yes, on and say, Yes, commercials, you know, you... and I just make cameos, you know. Right. So they bring the what... big dog in. Do they know your the... legal history? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what were the commercials? They've made a lot so... of money out of me. <laughs> so is it, is it sort of one of those commercials where sort of something happens and then you appear and say, you know, oh, for, for legal advice, et cetera, okay, go no, and see No, I'm just an actor. Oh, you're an actor. I'm, I'm acting. <laughs> I'm acting what out type, scenes. What type of things are you acting, can I ask? <laughs> oh, you better... You better Oh, no, well, give us a thing like, right. I don't know, like what are they? What are they? What, oh, what are like they? I'm flying a plane in one of them. I'm a pilot. Okay, you know, right? Eh? I'm a, so, it's, so what I'm, type of law are we talking? So, like, if you if your neighbours, you know, building something and the trees are falling over in your yard, yeah, is yeah, and you call compo, a, compo, <laughs> you know, a lot of compo yeah. claims, you know, compo. Yeah. So what you you? So if you and, hurt your back or something that works, right? Yeah. Just come to me, and I'll send you to Pete from United mm. Legal. <laughs> And then you get I'll get a split. You get a split. Away <laughs> <laughs> we go. Yeah. Outstanding. The company goes bust. <laughs> We're loaded. So it's all about the vibe. It's all about the vibe. Uh, so I was going to say yeah. Dennis Denudo. Dennis Denudo. Yeah. So can I just ask? I know we've only got a minute, mm. but you're you're a pilot. What? What? <laughs> That's what I mean. We need it. to track mm. this ad down. I've Anytime, anywhere, boys. Anytime, anywhere. So you're the pilot, That's and the, the pilot does his Gary Jack, and yeah. then you just look at down the barrel and say, "Go and see Pete." No, no well, no. No, I don't want to spoil it. I don't want to give too much away. When was this oh. done, Lot? Oh, last year. Jeez. Offices okay. are in Fishwick, another one of your favourite haunts. <laughs> Lodge, what are you laughing at? Fishwick, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. All right. No dramas. Okay. Boys, you'll need me. Where, where you'll need me. I'll where give you the go? number off air because I'll guarantee you within a week you'll ring me. Oh, and can I break. just ask where do we go to find these? Just so everyone listening. So we go to YouTube? Or? No, no. It's not there yet. We okay. need to find it. Righto. Hasn't hit the big time yet, Dave. We had a listener pointed out to us because we were unaware of Loz's side gigs, but uh, we now know one. Well, uh, you tell you what, you learn something every day. There's always an opportunity. You're quite quiet here, Michael. Mm. Have you you ever done any acting or anything like that (laughs) over the the off-season? I'm off to the gym, buddy. Have a great day. Righto, boys. See you, champion. 
or even <laughs> home and away, Cameo would be good. See you later, DS. Yeah, I can see Love you like a brother. doing his training. <laughs> Maybe you should give him one of those cards, Loz. Just slide one of those cards across <laughs> to him. I will. You'll uh, ring me off here <laughs> for it. I know that. <laughs> good day. <laughs> Next time you're in trouble, just ring Loz.